When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hola. Hola. We got some big news in the nerd world that we're going to be going over today. James Gunn has finally outlined his uh, you know, plan for the DC Cinematic Universe, which is very exciting news. We Ever since the shakeup happened back in the uh, fall... Everyone's kind of been like wondering like what's going to happen. So uh, we will be talking about that in depth, listing all the projects that he has planned, what our thoughts are on it, you know, what other projects might be out there, um, because this is certainly not an exhaustive list. Um, And, uh, you know, kind of uh, where we see the DC universe going. So um, if you like this kind of stuff, make sure you like and subscribe, click the little bell icon so you know when a new episode comes out. Um, and then, you know, follow us on the social media. If you want to help support the show, check out patreon.com slash nerds with friends. Um, and you can become a patron of the show, help support us and, uh, get us things like new microphones, cables, our fancy new green screen. So I, we don't even know what well, we know. don't even know what, where we are. Are we in the ocean? Oh, oh, are we in space? Oh no. Aliens look over there. We don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully this works. Uh, we did a little tester, and it seems like it. Otherwise, it's just going to be two idiots sitting in front of a big green sheet. Um, but uh, we're trying to advance the show a little bit, give it that professional feeling. So let us know down in the comments if you guys like it. Well, before we get to the James Gunn stuff, I think we should do start the show as we always do with some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. And don't pay attention to that siren because... That's, that's not real. That's part of the green screen. Unless we put it on the green screen. Just yeah, just, just a little uh, fire truck going by. That was on purpose. That was by design. That was on purpose. That's Expert our... sound design. You're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy. Christian, why don't you start us off with a nerdy confession? My nerdy confession is I didn't know that this was coming out until recently, and I'm a little upset with myself um, that I didn't know. There is going to be, or this year... Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game is coming out. Ooh. Yeah, I'm. I, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's like everything I love in a film that Cody hates. Eighties <laughs> clowns, pile of garbage, horror, uh, <laughs> pile of garbage. The only thing it's missing is tasteful nudity, but that's about it. But it's it's. Oh, there was no, there was just distasteful nudity. Yeah, it's just not the good kind. Just. Clown titties, just like, <laughs> just didn't even, oh, didn't God. even do that noise, you know. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. Um, no, the game looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited about it. the soundtrack. Uh, the little that I heard looks awesome. The graphics looks great. It's going to be on Steam, um, Xbox, and PS5. 
It looks like it's going to be a lot like um, oh that horror game that I used to play a lot, uh, Dead by Daylight. It's Dead by Daylight. So I feel like there have been a lot of good horror type games where it's like one serial killer versus four survivors or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like they've really kind of uh, nailed that genre and it's been pretty popular. The last one, um, the Evil Dead one is pretty good. I still play it every now and then. It looks like it's going to be in in that type of yeah. gameplay where you can play as the Deadites or uh, Ash and Play as the company. clowns or the... Yeah, so Survivors or the... Non-clowns. Or the clowns. Um, it looks cool, man. I'm excited about it. I hope I... I hope it, it's it's as great as they've been doing with the trailers. So I know Cody won't be playing it, but maybe if it's Def- good enough, not. I can convince him to play. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it's on like Xbox Game Pass or something, I'd be down to try it out for freeze. Um, well, very cool. Yeah, my, my nerdy confession, um, uh, this past week I actually uh, did my first Twitch stream painting miniatures, which was pretty exciting stuff. Um, I, I kind of, we have this, room that we're currently using for this podcast studio. Um, but I also have a desk and like painting setup where I can have my computer paint minis. Um, also like I use the desk to, uh, organize my magic cards the other day, which was pretty sweet. Um, I'll have to show you those before you leave today because it's fucking choice. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I thought that like, Hey, if I have this like workspace, you know, might as well, uh, try to do something, you know, productive and content related. And so, yeah, I, uh, set up a Twitch channel to check it out. You guys can come follow me. It's a uh, Cody one W O N Kenobi. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll try to put, maybe put a link on the website or, or something at nerds, But yeah, it's, uh, it was really fun. I mean, you know, obviously there's not a, a ton of people on there when I'm streaming, but like having like, you know, five or six people on there and we're, you know, I'm painting a miniature and chit-chatting with my buddies and stuff. It was uh, pretty fun. And uh, the picture you sent me with the with the chat log was pretty funny. And oh yeah, I think that was Anthony. <laughs> yeah, that was her friend Anthony. Who, he was saying some wild stuff in there. But yeah, you know, it's like it's kind of like you know doing like a hobby hangout. Like me and Anthony used to do that a lot, especially when he lived a little bit closer. Um, I would go over there for you know a day, and we would just paint miniatures and just hang out and bullshit for you know, five or six hours. And it feels a lot like that when, when there's people in the chat and you're, you know, talking, talking back and forth while also painting a mini. And, um, I was pretty, pretty juiced on the mini that I painted too. It was this cool little wizard guy. Um, and like, I thought I was going to be super distracted the whole time and paint like shit, but, uh, <laughs> it actually turned out really nice, you know, and I was, I was pretty pleased with it. So yeah, I think I'm going to be doing that. Um, semi-regularly i think i'm gonna do try to shoot for like monday wednesdays and friday nights um but we'll see we'll see how it goes you know um but yeah if you guys if you guys uh want to see me paint some miniatures and stuff um come stop on by the old twitch.tv slash cody one kenobi um one thing i was thinking because i have this setup now too um i think for this podcast for the youtube channel and everything um, I think we might do some like uh, Magic the Gathering pack openings, like do a booster box opening and stuff. Ooh, plus the Phyrexians all will be ones coming out. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So look for that in the future. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a. It'll be a shorter. It won't be a full podcast, and we won't release an audio version. But we will, um, you know, put it up on the YouTube channel. So 
you guys can watch us like crack some packs and see if we get any big money cards. And, and then stuff. we can show you the shit luck that I have opening packs and the amazing luck that Cody has. Ooh, okay. So that this is a good this is a good uh, video idea. I think we'll do me versus you booster box booster box and see who comes out with the most value. You will. It it it's 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 even to the point where when I buy I buy packs and Cody picks. The ones that, that he's going to open. <laughs> I, the other day, because uh, Saturdays we play we play Magic at my place, and like I had bought some packs. This was like two Saturdays ago, I feel. Mm-hmm. And I gave Cody. He picked one. I opened two packs. Fiance opened one pack. And this is the guy who got the fucking choice card. The, yeah, Vampiric Tutor. <laughs> the one I was looking for, too, with the retro frame. The retro frame is what made it like... That much better. If it was if it was like foil retro frame, then I'd be like, fuck you, Christian. I, you're right. <laughs> Which was hilarious was that he was showing me his uh, proxy deck. He's like, oh, look, look at my vampiric uh, tutor. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Then I pulled a real one. I'm like, get <laughs> fucked, proxies. No one cares about you. I will say, you know, and especially after after doing that episode where we talked with Aaron from uh, Royal Tokens. Who's a real gentleman, man. He's really guy. cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should say, too, he, he sent us uh, a whole pack of uh, beautiful proxies uh, with some lands, some commander essentials, um, which I've already added to my deck, which is also a good sales pitch because I'm about to go back and spend a shit ton of money on those lands because <laughs> I like them so much. They are great, man. Yeah. Are, outside of him being a guest on the show, like they, they are great cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't have reached out to him in the first place if his product wasn't beautiful. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I do. I will say, I do feel better about playing proxies if I have a real life equivalent, <laughs> you know, that I own. Um, I just bought a Sylvan li- library yesterday too because I was like. Feels weird, not except for the really expensive stuff. But like you know, for a twenty to thirty dollar card, I'm like, I have thirty dollars, I can go buy it. So I have one, and then I could put put it in all my decks with the proxies. But yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So look for some new new video content coming out on the old Nerds with Friends uh, YouTube channel. Um, and if you subscribe to the regular podcast, you'll see those videos too. But maybe we'll put them on a separate p- playlist if you want to check out stuff like that. So we can, maybe we can have like a drinking game for people watching us. Like how many times I curse at myself for opening a shit pack. Yeah. Or each time Cody gets t- an take a shot every time card. we pull a card over ten bucks. <laughs> we'll have to have like TCG Trader or Card Kingdom up, where, um, so we can pull the value and stuff. But I think that would be that would be a fun fun thing and, and fairly easy to to do as well um which would be kind of fun um but yeah do that maybe like some mini tutorials um and then uh we're also talking about playing trying to play magic via spell table which i think we could then record and put up too so let us know if you have cool ideas for um videos and stuff we are i mean i don't have a job right now so i'm just thinking about cool (laughs) stuff to do so that may change in the next month or so when, when i hopefully find some employment but right now, I'm just all about making content. So check it out. Coming soon. Alrighty. Well, let's take a um, we'll take a quick little break. When we get back, we're gonna dive into all the James Gunn info that has just been released. Um, like, I'm going to try to put this this episode up tomorrow. So hopefully, this is brand new breaking news. Just happened yesterday, kind of stuff. So uh, we'll, we're gonna take a little break. When we get back talking about the future of the DC universe. We'll be right back. 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back. All right. So catch everyone up on the James Gunn info. Um, I, I don't remember when it was announced. I want to say it was like November, December. It was announced that because of the new leadership at Warner Brothers um, and the buyout being bought out by Discovery, um, that they were going to revamp the DC universe. And at first, Henry Cavill was coming back as Superman and everyone was super juiced. And then they're like, nah, just kidding. He's fired. And now he's doing a Warhammer show, which, hey, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's, it's hard to feel bad for the guy. I mean, like yeah. he's he's got, like, yeah, he's not Superman. I actually, I really loved him as Superman. I thought he was Me too. great. Um, yeah, it sucks he's not coming back. But it's not like he's hurting for work. You right, know? exactly. And I think, I think in the long run, I'm hoping that he is better off for it. Um, but, uh, since then we haven't heard anything about what James Gunn's plan is for the DC universe. Cause it's kind of in flux right now. Right. We know that the flash movie is supposedly coming out this summer, which remains to be seen. Um, Shazam two is, is supposed to come out in the springtime. I think, um, Aquaman two is already in the works, I think. Uh, so lots of stuff was happening. And then, you know, we also have movies like the uh, the Batman, the Joker, um, which were kind of doing their own thing. And everyone's wondering, like, what is James Gunn going to do? Like, are these movies all canceled? We had the Batgirl uh, movie that got canceled that was supposedly almost done. Um, and, you know, we weren't sure of what's happening. But he made this announcement on Twitter. Um, and there's there's some cool stuff in the works. So let's, let's give it a rundown of everything he mentioned in there. So he said at the top of the message, his primary goal was to make sure that everything in the DC universe is connected, which I think is something they've been lacking. For right? sure. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, love or hate Marvel. You've got to admire what they've done where everything is leading as Current phase excluded, you know, Ant-Man's coming out, so hopefully that'll fix that. But everything is connected, and it feels like one universe, right? It doesn't, you know, when you watch a Thor movie, yes, it's a Thor movie, but you could see Captain America or um, Iron Man or Ant-Man showing up in that universe. It all felt the same, right? Um, Where the DC universe, for the most part, has not felt like that. Like, you know... 
they kind of threw together the Justice League really quickly. And then like Wonder Woman 84 comes out and it's just like, what is this? And then there's movies like The Batman and Joker, which are like completely different and don't line up with any of the previous stuff. So um, one thing he made sure he, he mentioned was that everything will be connected. He even mentioned the games, video games will be connected, which is going to be interesting. Right. And he said that the characters like Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, what have you, will go in and out of animated and live action projects with the same actor. Which is great. That's which is cool. cool. And, you know, unfortunately, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy, you know, now that he unfortunately cannot voice the Batman anymore, I'm totally fine with that. If he was still around, I'd be like, nah, fuck it. Just put Kevin Conroy in there. I want him. <laughs> or just dub his voice onto whatever actor. <laughs> yeah, he's probably said enough words. You can just have AI do that. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. One thing I will say about DC is despite how the, um, live action stuff has been going, they have always had really solid animated stuff, which Marvel is kind of not great about. They've had some okay stuff, but for the most part, it's not their focus. But I think that outside outside of the non Disney stuff, because the X Men, the nineties X Men were, Oh, sure. Yeah, of of course. And the Spider-Man, I think that was Fox who did that Right. Spider-Man ones are dope too. I believe so. And then, I mean, like we have uh, Across the Spider-Verse, which is great, but that's like its own Sony thing, right? But Marvel Studios, since it's been Marvel Studios, hasn't really done much in the way. What If was pretty cool, kind of interesting, but it kind of had mixed reviews. So that'll be interesting to see like the same Superman in an animated thing dealing with stuff that may be referenced in live action movies and vice versa. Um, I don't think, I can't think of anything that's ever been quite like that. Um, maybe some small things here and there. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to announce who this, um, Superman was going to be, but uh, sure. he didn't, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. I think people are still raw anyway about Henry. So sure. I think maybe let that die down a little bit and you know, it's a ways off. He says he's, um, and we'll talk about movie by movie breakdown in a second too. But he says he is still writing it. So, you know, once it's done being written, maybe he'll have a better idea of who, who he'd want cast in, in that role. Um, now, uh, another thing he mentioned is that there movies like Joker and The Batman, Matt Reeves' The Batman, um, will still continue. They'll still do interesting one-off type movies like that. Um, but he wants them to clearly be branded as DC Elseworlds which I think is an excellent way of differentiating them, right? Um, with Marvel, like there was that period for a long time where you had Marvel TV, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? And and the Inhumans, if you remember that show. Um, and then you had Marvel Studios movies, which at first they were like, oh yeah, we're going to integrate them into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then they're like, just kidding. We don't want any of that. We don't want to acknowledge those guys exist. Yeah, which is crazy. Now they act like it never happened. Right, exactly. (laughs) So now it seems like DC is going to make sure that, like, you know, everything will be integrated unless it has that Elseworlds tag on it. And that'll clearly define, like, hey, Joaquin Phoenix is not going to show up with, you know, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. You know what I mean? Um, Not that he probably ever would anyway, but, um, like I th- one punch kill him. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Oh, I'm just going to drown you. Oh, cool. Try to weasel your way out of this one. Joker. <laughs> so, 
So I think that's pretty cool, um, which which means that like we could have some very interesting takes on classic characters, like like maybe an all star Superman, which is just like you know set in the future. If anyone's ever read All Star Superman, the the storyline is that Superman, due to his constant absorbing of the yellow sun, gets like cancer essentially, um, and is dying, and so it's him kind of bidding farewell to to all the people around him, kind of thing. Very cool story, very cool artwork, but doesn't really work if you're trying to make Superman movies that continue on forever. So you could very easily, you know, maybe do a Henry Cavill, bring him back for like a one movie all-star Superman thing, you know? Who knows? I, know? I don't think they put will. The little, put the little gray on his sideburns. Or we could do something like Kingdom Come set in the far future, right? That can be an Elseworlds story that um, doesn't use the same actors but could do some really interesting stuff. So I'm excited that they're continuing with those um, those side stories, if you will. Um, all right, I think we should just talk about straight up the movies that he mentioned, right? Movies and TV shows. There's a good mixture of both in here. And I think the, the most exciting one, you know, we should start with the top, Batman and Superman, right? Yep. So Batman... Um, well, let's do Superman first. Superman Legacy is the title, the working title of this current project. James Gunn says he is writing it personally. So he's about halfway done with it. Um, we don't know what the story is. No, though. he didn't get into it at all, which is fine. I I much rather go into it surprised anyway. Yeah, and I, you know, what what would kind of be your hopes for a new Superman movie? I don't know. I mean, like I would say, like a a teenage Superman, but we don't really need an origin story. It's been done so much. And it, I mean, then there's a possibility of it coming off something like Smallville. Sure. So I don't need an origin story. I don't think, I don't think the world needs an origin story. We all know. First of all, he, he is like the most famous superhero, right? Yeah. Everyone knows came from a dying planet. You could do it in a little flashback opening credits kind of thing. Um, came here, had, you know, parents in Kansas grew up to be Superman, right? But I think like maybe a maybe a year one kind of Superman, which they kind of did with Henry Cavill. Yeah. Um, but maybe him like figuring out being Superman for the first time would be a good place to start. Though I, I don't know if I need that either. I kind of want to jump in and be like, okay, here's Superman. Everyone knows Superman. But now he's dealing with something that he's having trouble with. Um, and, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't want necessarily a Lex Luthor right away. <laughs> you know, it's like I get it. He is Superman's most iconic bad guy. I think it'd be rough to jump into someone without Lex Luthor. I mean, you can't go to like a Brainiac or anything right away. That's true. That's true. Or Doomsday or, you know, uh What's his name? Um, uh, what's the other? Dark side. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess. You know what? Actually, what would be cool? I mean, since he's weak against magic, if they put him against like a, a magic villain, but I'm trying to think of who would be a decent one right away. Mr. Mix Explicit. Yeah, it was like uh, Mr. XY whatever. Yeah, Ms. Explicit. I don't remember how to pronounce it. Um, that would be interesting or like, which I, I know it, Zatanna, but she's not a bad guy. Um, she just wears a freaking top hat. 
um, I think Brainiac would be really cool. Brainiac would be great, but I, I just I can't imagine it being one of the first ones. What's the story on Brainiac? Was he built by Lex Luthor? Was I he like no a, idea? Was he like an Ultron <laughs> thing? I feel like he's an alien thing, but who knows? We're not big DC guys, as you can probably tell. But I, I just want something a little more interesting. Unless they pull off Lex Luthor perfect. Jesse Eisenberg, not a great Lex Luthor. He was too like weird and like zany. And to me, like Lex Luthor needs to be kind of like Dr. Doom, where he's he can be sinister and scary, but he's also super intelligent. He doesn't really like lose his cool. He just, you know, he's always one step ahead mentally. You know what I mean? That's what I kind of want from from a Lex Luthor character. They do it right. I'm I'm okay with them starting there, but I don't know. Superman has such a pantheon of like crazy out there bad guys that it's kind of hard to like jump immediately into some sort of huge cosmic threat. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see who they cast as Superman. I'm I got to imagine they pick someone pretty young so that they can do you know uh, multiple multiple movies. Um, and someone who's got some charisma that will translate into an animated feature, you know, cause one thing, one thing you'll notice from, um, whenever you see like a movie where you've got normal actors doing voice actor work, the, the two skills don't translate very well. We were talking to, with, um, Sabrina's brother, Mark about strange, strange worlds where Jake Gyllenhaal's voice acting. I'm like, dude, that just sounds like Jake Gyllenhaal. Just like it, it, he's not doing any voice acting. But then you have someone like Bradley Cooper doing Rocket Raccoon, who's unrecognizable. Yeah, you wouldn't you even know, know. You know what I mean? So um, ho- hopefully we, they find someone good to play the ro- role of the Man of Steel. I think that's uh, important. Maybe they'll just bring back Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Routh. <laughs> um, next one. Next big, big. Uh, superhero batman right and so he's doing the brave and the bold which um or the bold and brave brave and the bold doesn't matter it's one of the two um which is going to focus on batman and damian wayne as robin so this is going to be the first time we've had robin since batman uh and robin aside unless you count unless you count the freaking christopher nolan uh, what's his name? I don't uh, think George, anyone, George Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I don't think anyone counted counted that. I I remember seeing that movie in theaters. I remember being there with you. And you were so pissed, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I audibly said, "I exclaimed, what?" At the end of that movie, and every, and it was just like, "Oh my god, it was so bad." That's your boy Nolan, man. <sighs> he, I told I, you, I told you, I think he's an amazing director, but a shit storyteller. So it, it, I, I've rewatched uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight uh, fairly recently, like in the past couple weeks. Those two movies are incredible. The third movie, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> he went mad with power and just uh, phoned it in. Just He's... phoned it in. Um, it's like, oh, that's such a pretty name. Your given name, Robin. I was like, ugh, <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Um, yeah, but that Bane though was amazing. <laughs> Take control. You, I was born in the darkness. You merely adopted it. 
I can't believe like no one like would that would went try past, to talk to him and be like that went you know, through so many steps between the shooting of it, the sound mixing, the editing. No one was like, dude, I can't. He sounds like Sean Connery underwater. I, I think, <laughs> like, if I was working in that project and he did that, I was like, that's really funny. If I was Tom Hardy, I'd be like, dude, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> I can only imagine it was a joke that just went too far. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to really do it. And I'm like, yeah, no, he's not. Like, look at this guy. <laughs> Chris, no, I'm going to really, really Chris do Rinaldo's it. Chris like, I could literally do anything I want and people will watch the shit out of it. Watch. I'm going to make Bane sound like freaking... Sean Connery speaking through uh, an N95 mask. And people are going to love it. And people are going to eat that shit up. And then Robin, his name's going to be Robin. That's his (laughs) first name. And he's going to be new Batman. And then Batman's just going to quit being Batman and and run away with a woman. Even though that's completely out of of character. It's like, okay. All right, Christopher. (laughs) See what happens. And then, yeah, the the rest is history. I am excited for Oppenheimer, though. That, That movie looks tight. Um... Yeah, I'm excited that we're bringing in Robin again. I think, and he he specifically mentioned the introduction of the Bat Family, which is something I've always really enjoyed with Batman. Um, and I don't think, I think a lot of times, um, you know, Hollywood doesn't want to tackle Robin because it's. It, I mean, if you think about it for too long, it's kind of problematic. <laughs> Like, okay. So you're telling me he grabs this orphan and he teaches him so, how to fight a, and he's going to put him in a danger. A billionaire bachelor who dresses up in a costume and goes and beats the shit out of people every night. He's going to grab this orphan from the circus and he's going to train him to beat people up in the middle of the night too. And it's like, yeah, that sounds a little sketch. Like, a, I, I get it. A cis white male, a <laughs> yeah. rich cis white male. Put on these tights, boy. Dresses in cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Puts the slaps tights on this boy. Yeah, put these spanks on. <laughs> I like to see them legs at night. Yeah, I, I think I think by making it father and son, I think that makes it the dynamic a little easier for um, for non comic audiences to swallow, and it allows you to have Robin actually be young. Um, where like you know like Batman and Robin, you had Christopher O'Donnell who was like. He's like, I don't know, eight years younger than Val Kilmer and, and George Clooney. And he's like, oh, thanks for adopting me, Bruce. It's like, oh, God, that's even weirder. I'd like to adopt this fully grown man from the circus, please. So, no, I'm good. I, I, I got this. It's cool, man. I mean, like, I have rent and everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I am ex- I am excited to see that. And the Bat family. So, like, maybe we'll get a... Uh, get a uh, like Nightwing Batgirl and like Nightwing will, you know, he'll be like, Hey, you know, uh, uh, Damien, you know, you got to watch out for this. And he's like, I don't give a care. Can't tell me you're not my dad. I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, Nightwing is off doing his own thing and, and then maybe we'll get a spinoff show or movie with him. Yeah. I hope they really do what, what they have in the comics where he was raised an assassin and you know, he's like a 10 year old boy. just, I mean, he specifically mentioned him being a little assassin killer guy. So, yeah. You know, raised by Talia al Ghul, right? Or wasn't that yeah. Damien's mom? Was? Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. And I think by setting that up, you know, kind of meeting midway in Batman's career, 
You know, that's his, at that point, that's his what? Third Robin? Fourth Robin? Uh, well, there's Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Jason uh, Todd. That Yeah, that's Red Hood, right? Uh, yeah. Um, then Tim Drake. Yep. Was Tim Drake before Damien? I think he might have been, huh? Yes. So potentially three Robins. What happens to Tim Drake? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he dies, too. Maybe, maybe he dies, too. He's the blue hood. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it's really interesting. I'm excited to see it. And then I think if you start there, you can you can branch out from there and you get like a Nightwing movie, a Red Hood movie, or TV show. Probably a Red Hood TV show would be really cool. Um and then, you know, Batgirl turning into Oracle. You could do like a the killing joke type uh, thing. Lots of cool potential there. Where previously, if you just do Batman by himself, which they've always kind of done since then, you lose out on all these cool interactions that he has, right? Like, because Batman is a solitary person on his own, right? It's him and Alfred, and, and that's all it ever really is. But by having someone else out there for him to bounce things off of other than the villain and Catwoman and Commissioner Gordon, it's like he has someone who's out in the trenches with him. I think that leads to some really cool character moments and lets him kind of reflect on himself while he's fighting crime and stuff. So super excited. I I imagine it being a lot like Kick-Ass where it's going to be like this little kid just going around just straight up murdering people. Yes. You can't just kill, man. Can't just do that. Yeah. There's other ways. He's like, but dad... Mom lets me kill people all the time. She made me murder hobos. Uh, Then we have a couple um, other other ones. We have the um, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow was mentioned. Um, And he was kind of talking about how uh, having this be kind of the the difference between uh, Superman and Supergirl, where Superman was raised by these awesome parents in Kansas who loved him and, you know, raised him to be this American idealistic person. And she was like raised on this planet watching Krypton explode and everyone she loves get blown up and stuff. Um, and kind of like how that would change a superhuman, um, Kryptonian. And, um, you know, I'm excited, but that's, he he didn't mention a whole lot on that. No, there wasn't much said of it. Nope. But, um, I think, I think it has potential to be a cool character. Um, I think, realistically like what makes a good superhero movie is exploration of the characters right where we don't really get that in a movie like justice league or even batman v superman because it we're too focused on the plot and the the action of it right we we don't get time to breathe you know so when 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 batman's like martha why would you say that name you know we haven't earned that you know, that payoff because at no point through that movie, does he give a shit about his mom? Like we know Batman does right because he's Batman, but at no point through that movie did, did any of that reflect on Bruce Wayne? Right. So, um, hopefully by exploring some of these cool characters, we'll, we'll get some more of that. Um, he mentioned a, uh, uh, a show called lanterns. Um, that I'm really excited about, which sounds dope all about green lanterns it's going to be uh he said it's going to focus on multiple lanterns specifically hal jordan and john stewart which i think will be really cool it's going to be kind of like a he said said like a true detective-esque but in space um like although he did say it's going to be earth focused you know the earth sector right yeah yeah so you know i'm sure it'll be a, a lot of you know 
you know, maybe some checkbacks in on checking back in on Oa or whatever. But um, very like mystery film noir style one, which I think could be a really cool take on the Green Lantern story. And let's be honest, we've been waiting for a good Green Lantern thing for forever. Ryan Reynolds, you know, it's one of his the, his few bad movies. I'm wondering if they're going to like uh, reference that at all. I mean, being that it's James Gunn and Ryan Reynolds loves making fun of that movie. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be some some tie-ins to it. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but I'm I am excited for that. That's going to be a show on HBO Max, I believe. Um, then there was a uh, Wonder Woman centric type show called Paradise Lost. That to me sounds really cool, man. And particularly because he said it's going to be like Game of Thrones, right? So Paradise like, Island, also known as Themyscira, is the island of the Amazons. And it's going to, he said, it's very much like Game of Thrones. So maybe some political things with the Amazons yeah. and maybe other societies on that island that we don't know about. I, I have high hopes for it. And I know they haven't outright said that they, they've taken out um, Gal Gadot. But like, I feel being that you're putting a show before she her character even exists, I feel like it's just kind of creating some buffer room to let people... Ease Start out. getting ready to the idea that she may not be coming back. I mean, I know it's not her fault, but Wonder Woman 84 was so bad that yeah. that I'm okay with it. You know, I know it's not her fault. Patty Jenkins is just bad at writing. Um, but the I, fact that Pedro Pascal cannot save that yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a stain on his immaculate record. I can't I can't let that happen. Um, but uh yeah, in- interesting. I think that's one thing that I noticed during this whole announcement video was, you know, James Gunn rose to popularity because of he took this obscure superhero group, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that, let's face it, most people didn't give a shit about. And he he turned them into such an interesting character, uh, you know, group of characters that they are some people's favorite Marvel superheroes now. And... Um, I, I think that he he has a very interesting way of taking stuff that may not be like the the most popular franchises and making them very interesting. So, you know, it's, focusing on just the island of Themyscira, like I could see that being very good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that project is going to be amazing. But speaking of taking characters that no one gives a shit, and I feel like I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I'm I pretty know sure I, you did. I had written it down that I wanted to talk about it, but the fact that he's bringing in a booster gold, I'm very excited about. This is going to be a character that is basically Star Lord, but he's <laughs> kind of a no, loser. Yeah. I, like hundred percent, yeah. It's basically Star Lord in D in the DC universe that no one gives a shit, and I, I feel like he's going to be everyone's favorite. Um, the the casting, I I don't know. I'm I was trying to rack my brain on who I think would be a good casting. Um, I, I don't know, but knowing that he's behind the project, I, I mean, feel honestly, like my gut, it's going to be amazing. I mean, honestly, if he wasn't already Star Lord, Chris Pratt would be a good yeah. Booster Gold. Oh, 100%. You know? 100%. For those who don't know, Booster Gold, his, his kind of deal, at least from what I know, is he comes from the future and he. The 25th century. The 25th century. And he, he's kind of a loser but because he has all this future technology he's a superhero in our time so it's it's a weird it's a weird story because he, he was like a super famous college quarterback and uh he needed to raise money to help 
uh, save his mom. And so he started bidding on the games and people found out and he started losing popularity and he just wants that back. He wants that popularity. He wants to be famous. He wants to make money. Yeah. So he seals a time suit and he goes back to the past and becomes a shill. Like he yeah. wants to get sponsored. He wants to get, uh, he wants to be famous with a name like booster gold, you know, <laughs> that's, that's just like a, it's like a Pepsi commercial waiting to happen. No, you know? I, I know with James going behind it, it's going to be fucking great. And I yeah. can't wait to see it. Um, it's going to be hilarious. I'm sure. Um, another one he mentioned, uh, with a returning character, um, which I think is the only one, like only new project that we hadn't heard of before that has a new, that has a returning character from the established DCEU in it is the Waller, um, which is a show, um, show, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, featuring Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis. Um, and you said it's taking place in between Peacemaker season one and two. Yeah. So it's going to be, which uh, Cody brought up an interesting point. Like, does that mean we're going to have to wait a super long time for season two? I feel like probably maybe season two will come out and then it's just going to be the stuff to happen in between that helps us like bridge that gap from one and two. And particularly if there's like a big jump. And I mean, with her too, like she's always fighting some covert thing that she's not telling everyone about kind of thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be um, sequential. I, I feel like it won't be as jarring as like the Black Widow movie where you're like, well, none of this matters because <laughs> I know exactly. What I, I, was gonna tell I know how this is going to end. Um, and so I think that that leaves an interesting thing for her. And I think she's great as Amanda Waller. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, definitely the best part of all those uh, Suicide Squad movies and Peacemaker. Like she's she's really and it was kind of cool when Peacemaker first came out. Um, and James Gunn's Suicide Squad had come out too. And you kind of saw Amanda Waller as the Nick Fury of the DC universe and how that really played into it. And then we see her in Black Adam as well. Um, and I think that's a cool idea. And that was, I think that was James Gunn dipping his toes into cre making this cohesive universe. Um, so I'm excited to see more from her. Plus the old Davis is fucking awesome. She I'm, plays that cold, like, I know exactly what needs to be done, and yeah. a lot of people can't make those decisions, but right. I can fucking do it easy. Yeah, whether you like it or not, this is this is what I'm going to do kind of thing. Um, yeah, she's she's great. I'm excited for that. Um, and then I think Creature Commandos is going to be a new animated show featuring Weasel. Yep, Weasel's going to be in it. From the... Um, from, uh, the uh, what's it called suicide, suicide squad because we see he wasn't dead and, and at the end of it remember he gets up in the end credits and like swims away and he's just like oh he was just thought he was drowned it's awesome to see that his brother's getting more work you know yeah like, yeah, didn't have any yeah lines, that's right but... sean gun um yeah i mean that that's one one interesting point how much sean gun are we going to see in the dc universe now because he's in like everything james gun does i mean that's i i actually really like um it, what I mean, his brother doesn't get a lot of screen time, but when it does, it's it's fucking awesome. It's kind of like when Sam Raimi and I can't remember these actors' names, but he always throws them in. He's been in all the Evil. It was Dead. that car. Oh, it's his brother. It's his brother too. Um, he puts him in. He had put him in Evil Dead. He had put him in the Spider-Man movies. Or uh, or um, Ron Howard's uh, brother. Does he? I didn't know. You really? No. He, he he's he he's I can't. Remember, what's his first name? Um, ah, dang, I can't remember his name. 
<laughs> he was in, I think, um, some. It was it Little Nicky or or like Waterboy, where he where he's like he's like, God didn't bless me and make me a handsome man, and he's like all bald and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that's his brother. That's his brother. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of not a lot of uh, male hair in in the in the Howard family. They are some they are some cue balls. I'm not what you would call a handsome man. I'm not a handsome man. <laughs> What movie was that from? I don't know. I feel like it's an Adam Sandler movie. No, it definitely is. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm like 98% sure it was Waterboy. Yeah. You'll, you'll know him if you see him. And maybe we'll put a video up of it. It'll just be on the green screen the whole time. The screen, this that'll be the background. Later on. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but yeah, that's going to be an animated thing. And, you know, as we said, DC animation is great. But also... Because it's animated, we could see like a Viola Davis Waller in there yeah. or a John Cena Peacemaker. That's that's specifically where he said people who do the voice acting will jump into the live action. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we know whoever's doing the voices will be popping in on shows or movies. Now, another one that I know zero about, so this will be a pretty short conversation, is uh, the, the authority. I don't either, but like from what... Uh, was mentioned that it seems like it's gonna be like a Watchmen like uh, comic book at least it's drawing from a comic book that's like Watchmen so mm. where uh, they know what needs to be done it's and a team of superheroes yeah who don't like where the world is going and know that they need to make some changes so who knows maybe it'll be something like the boys um, something right. like Watchmen but I don't know I'm excited to learn I mean I, I'll be honest, I didn't know shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I learned a whole lot, and I enjoyed it. So I'm feeling, I feel like it's going to be something similar, where we don't know much, but it's going to be fucking great. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe they're going to play a role like the Guardians of the Galaxy, where they introduce the more cosmic nature of the DC universe into the DC. You know, or maybe we're wrong. Maybe they're street level fucking. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're wrong. Know. Maybe they they're you know foiling bank robbers and stuff. We don't know. <laughs> um, and then I know you're excited about this one. Christian, the swamp thing. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I love the eighties movies of the swamp thing. Um, and he's, he's one of these, I wonder if they're, didn't gonna... they just make a show not too long ago about the swamp thing? I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard great things, man. Um, but it got canceled it after got like canceled two episodes and I had heard great things. I had heard great things about it, but I'm wondering if they're going to nerf his powers because he's, he's basically like, you can't really kill him. And yeah. he, He's like planet level strong, so yeah. I mean they can't. I can't imagine maybe making they that can. strong. Maybe he's only powerful in the swamp. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's like Aquaman once he gets out of the water. Like, Ugh, I can't Ugh, my powers. Um, but yeah, so lots of cool stuff on, on the horizon for DC. Um, now he did kind of mention a few things that that are still coming up, right? Like we still have uh, Shazam which is part of the DC universe. And he's like, Shazam's always been doing his kind of own thing. And so he's off in his own, cause he's in based in Chicago or something. Right? I think so. And so he'll be easy to integrate into this new world. Cause he hasn't really interacted with any of these other heroes, even but, his own bad guy, black Adam. But who knows if he's even going to last man. I mean, there was a, he tweeted something that was questionable about Pfizer a lot of people seem to be upset by it. I think he tried to backtrack later, but uh, 
Who knows, man? Who knows if uh, Zach is going to be there? I mean, Pfizer is a pretty evil corporation, but they also did the COVID vaccine and Viagra. So we need them. Did they really do Viagra? Yeah, yeah. Viagra is Pfizer. (laughs) That's that's like what pays the bills, bro. (laughs) Got to get those boner pills. You can be an anti-vaxxer, but you can't be anti-boner. You know what I mean? No one's like, I want a flaccid dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Everyone questioned this life-saving fucking vaccine. They're like, this shit will make your dick hard for three hours. Cool. Cool. I'll take it. What's in it? We don't worry t- about it. Don't worry about it. We haven't tested it out. That's fine. Let's take it. We tested it on animals. Look at all the hard-ons those monkeys got. <laughs> oh, the ones with all the tumors? Yeah, don't worry about those. Don't worry about those. <laughs> that's where all these. That's where they store all the erection, future <laughs> yeah, erections. That's extra like- boner juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he did mention that the Flash movie, supposedly coming out this summer, is going to reset the DC universe. He also did not say whether Ezra Miller was going to be staying in or out. Hey man, you, you you know how, you know, when, whenever the DC universe needs a reset, the flash has to die, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Every crisis, the flash, you know, a crisis is coming when the flash is dying. So yeah, I don't know. You know, Ezra Miller has apparently is still on the fence on whether they can behave or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's, there's certain things I don't think you can come back from and, you know, beating a lady up in Hawaii with a chair or whatever and stealing people's passports. I don't even know if that's true what you just said, but the fact that it's Ezra, uh, Ezra Miller, like you can't really tell with them. It's- yeah, it's, yeah, it's real. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So we'll see where that kind of goes. Um, I think they're doing some heavy editing to that movie to make it f- be a full reset of the universe. Um, Cause obviously I don't think any of this was really planned. Um, there was another movie that he mentioned Aquaman two, right? Was the last movie. He yeah. Mentioned. I don't, That's it, still, I mean, it, it has been canceled. It's still going, st- but still in the works. So we may still see another Jason Momoa. Well, yeah. Cause it's already shot. Cause remember Amber Hood heard everyone wanted her out of the, <laughs> out of the movie. Man, DC has had a rough time with some of their, it's okay. their stars. It's just gonna get, it's just gonna get better. Yeah, it's just gonna get better. Yeah, I'm exci- I'm excited for the, um, for for the new stuff. So, overall, how are you, are you feeling? Positive? Are you feeling negative? For no, the- super, super. I'm super jazzed, man. I'm super excited. I think it's gonna be great, man. I can't wait. It sucks that we, you know, it's gonna be eight to ten years to see all of these projects right. come. Yeah, I think he said Superman's 2025. 2025. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what. What are what are any you know negative thoughts and or worries about uh, James Gunn's plan that he's mentioned? I don't have. I mean, he hasn't given me a reason to like doubt him. You know, um, I I don't have any. I think if anything, it's gonna sound like I guess like I'm making excuses for him. But if people get in his way, I don't know. Sure. Um, sure. But I I can't again. I I don't have any reason to doubt him. Like I'm super jazzed about the stuff that's coming up. Uh, yeah, I think. You know, if I was to worry about anything um, in these upcoming movies and TV shows is if there's too much studio involvement, right, which we've seen before with Warner Brothers constantly, um, that that could harpoon his plans. You know, so if he wants if he has this outline and they're like, you know what, actually, we need the Joker in every single Batman movie and um, they don't really let him do what he wants to do with these characters, then 
people could be like, oh, James Gunn fucked everything up, but it wasn't actually him. It, it was, you know, studio studio being oppressively uh, involved. That worries me. I also, you know, like, and I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I have a lot of faith in James Gunn. I think I'm, I'm very positive on it too. But one thing that could happen is if he does, you know, all these movies he mentioned, The Authority, uh, Booster Gold, Swamp Thing, um, Paradise Lost, Creature Commandos, like no one really knows any of these properties. I mean, they, they know roughly about them, right? Like lo- lots of DC fans know who Booster Gold is. We know what the Mascara is. But like by focusing on these these peripheral areas of the DC universe, um, you know, maybe, maybe people aren't going to buy into them immediately. Like if, if a movie came out tomorrow called the authority and it said, you know, DC comics on it, I'd be like, what is this? You know? So, yeah, but the fact that James Gunn did it, I'd be right out there. So yeah, but you and me are, are, are different. We're not the average movie goers. You know, we, we are very in tune with that world, but like, I just worry about like some of these shows, like movies or shows underperforming because people don't know what the fuck they are. But you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy worked out just fine. Yeah, so. no, I'm not concerned. Who knows? I but the thing concerned. with Guardians of the Galaxy is, at that point, Marvel had already built up a reputation of making excellent movies, yeah. and so they had a little bit of clout going in. So, who knows? But uh, let us know what your thoughts are down in the comments. Uh, you know, are you excited for these? Which property are you most juiced for? And why is it the swamp thing? <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure you can you can hit us up on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagrams. Come follow me on Twitch. Uh, watch me paint some little toy soldiers. Watch a full-grown man paint very tiny things. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, hopefully our green screen held up this entire, this entire thing um, because, uh, you know, who knows? New technology, man. We're figuring out. We also we didn't even mention we're using a different camera this time too, which hopefully looks nice and clear. Um, but yeah, Christian, I'm excited for the next ten years of DC. I guess. Yeah, fuck yeah. Something I never thought I'd say. <laughs> to all the nerds out there, remember you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now